hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Well, good morning. Welcome to Uncovering the Truth with me, Dr. Maria and Rudy Giuliani. And we are sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. We have such a busy show coming up. We have so much to talk about. Unfortunately, what happened to Tyree Nichols in Memphis, some startling information about President Biden and undercover work by Rudy Giuliani last night. And that is upcoming soon. But we're going to start out with Tyree Nichols. I think the nation knows now that five police officers from the elite squad Scorpion is seen on body cam and some extra footage from a stoplight beating the heck out of Tyree Nichols that ended up in his death three days later. It's very, very disturbing, without a doubt. Um, the media has gone crazy with this, though. Some are trying to mix it in with a race problem. Five bad apples do not signify the great men and women of law enforcement throughout our country. But we have to dissect what happened because it is brutally brutally disturbing to take punches and kicking someone in the head. I don't know. The story hasn't even come out, Rudy, about the paramedics. There's the paramedics I think were suspended because yeah, I mean, they it, didn't it, offer aid. I don't get it. There's something very this I mean there's so many things disturbing about this. Just watching it, I mean much like the much like the uh, uh, Pelosi tape, there there there's the one act and a horrible Horrible though it is, it's one act where he's striking him with the, and then you see a little bit. This is like continuous. It's like, um, go, it's like wearing on you. For, for, first, you know, you see the original uh, confrontation, and I can look at that original confrontation, and I, I can tell you as a police expert, I can tell you what's wrong with it. I can give you 10 things wrong with it. Uh, in fact, what I'm going to do uh, tomorrow is, uh, I, uh, I haven't talked to him yet, but, I'm going to try to get my friend Howard Safer, who is my second police commissioner, largely because Howard went into this a bit, and I've gone into it. Um, and I, I'm going to, sh- I'm going to try to show you how it should be done. And and we just uh, Ted and I just very very fortunately came upon an incident on Friday night in Times Square, and there was a guy jumping on top of a of a of a radio car, and I got a little annoyed because I. I I think I taught NYPD how to deal with a riot, which is why I never had one. Uh, my theory is simple. The first act that's illegal, the protester gets arrested. And then the second and the third, fourth, rarely, fifth, never. They stop. The problem with a lot of the riots in 2020, yeah, yeah. they had the Dinkins uh, cooling off period, which led to a pogrom in in in. in in uh, Crown Heights and a, and a massive riot in Washington Heights. And since then, since I became mayor, there have been no riots in New York City until we got another Democrat mayor. Mm. Democrats do not know how to stop riots because they are afraid to engage the crowd. And they believe that if you arrest that first one, you're going to create the riot. 
uh-uh, 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 you're going to stop the riot. And I'm saying to myself, just as I'm saying to myself, damn it, did New York go back? I, I see all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a beautiful, and I can see it. I know exactly how they do it. And they had a nice shot. See how they had it organized. They had cops at the outer perimeter. They had cops in the middle before the cops that grabbed the guy sprung so that you weren't in a situation where the cops would ever have trouble if they needed help. But I'm going to tell you, and I don't get this, it took 13 minutes for the cops in in uh, uh, Memphis to, to, to put cuffs on Tyree. Do you know how fast this guy on top of the police car was cuffed? I'm counting it about five, uh, how about about ten seconds? And I remember watching arrests, the most famous one being a guy who came at me and one of my, one of my security people, all by herself, by herself, tackled him, flipped him over, and before you could say, what is it, Jack Robinson used to be the old, <laughs> yeah. before you could say Jack Robinson, the guy couldn't move, and he was fat, so he, he had a hard time, I mean, and Patty, I mean, she really gave it to all the guys. I mean, the, the female, she ta- she tackled him like a football player. Somehow he was head up, right? She turned him over, boom, boom, big fat guy, and boom, handcuffs on. By the time you look up, the guy's in handcuffs. It's all over. And you get now, next thing, here's what they did. You could see all these brass there. And they got him in the police precinct all within three minutes, not 13. Yeah, I agree. You know, common sense wise, even when I look back to the 2020 riots, I remember they showed a clip of uh, police officers in New York City and water was being thrown on them. To me, I kept yelling, arrest them, arrest them, arrest them. That could have been acid. You didn't know it was going to be water. You let that behavior go. And then I forget, was it Portland, Oregon, or somewhere where they gave up the police station? The baby mayor of Minneapolis. When they gave up that police station. When you you elect an underage mayor, that's what happened. Yeah, I'm like, "This this is done. So I do believe in that philosophy you don't let anything go. You you stop it. You get it down. But don't forget to give us a call at 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. You know, a lot is coming out uh, about your pal, President Biden. And um, I say that jokingly because I know I you know him are... better than I, I know him better than probably 95 percent of the people in America. Well, I I've had a 35 year relationship with him. I know you're a corruption buster, and you don't like Hater. It. Hater. And you don't like it when people are corrupt. And the fact that the United States kind of, during his candidacy for president, nobody was reporting on a lot of this stuff. And then, of course, we know yeah. it's censored. But we now know 1,850 boxes of information they're sorting through, 415 uh, GB uh, gigabytes of electronic records that the University of Delaware was keeping private that they're going to have to that's go the Senate, through? That's the Senate days. Yeah, that's the Senate I, I, days. Uh, hopefully, hopefully. And I, I know we found classified material. Hopefully we don't have a pr- problem with the Senate days. God willing, I hope not. Look, I'm going to tell you, and you can you cannot believe this. You can believe it. I know, you know, it sounds so. The first moment I found out that he was corrupt, which would be in November or December of 2017. I did not. I disputed it with the man who said it to me, who, who had already given me some very startling information. 
Got to tell you, all of which has turned out to be on the hard drive a year later. Yeah, yeah. He was 100% and very true. true. But when you first get, look, I've heard true stories and I've heard the wildest, craziest, untrue stories. Yep, yep. And then I've heard stories I thought were true and then I started investigating it and they fell apart. Which is why I don't know why they don't trust me. If this story had fallen apart, I'm going to tell you, you won't believe this. I'd have been the happiest man in the world. I don't want Joe Biden to be a crook. No, we all knew he was a liar and a plagiarist. But a massive crook. But he's who not just knew he was such Maria. a corrupt crook? He's yeah. not just a crook. He is a massive crook. He took $31 million from the Red Chinese. Startling now, the whole UPenn Association, UPenn tried to convince the FBI to stop their China initiative. Worse How than crazy that. is that? It was an anonymous, Worse than that. probably communist they Chinese person. The, 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 the FBI, FBI did it. it ha- funded that Biden Center at UPenn. And to me, I keep going back. We know from reports, seems like verified reports, that some of the top secret and classified documents were about Ukraine, China, uh, I think Iran. But that about Ukraine in China, where he did so much business, I'm freaked out about this. Is he more than just a corrupt guy taking money? Is he also a traitor to us? Was he told to put specific documents in the UPenn Center? Because why would documents be there? Why was he told to bring those there and just leave them there? We'll take care of it from there. And some foreign actors have gone through it. Well, like, well, I'm scared the, the, to death. The, the miserable, lying, creepy, disgusting, less-than-human press likes to say that the Trump situation is a lot worse than the Biden situation. Let's, let, let's, let's stop it now. Uh, Trump has no documents, as far as we know, that relate to any countries in which he got millions and millions of dollars, where there'd be an incentive to steal those documents for him. Yeah, for cover-up, right? Trump has, and plus... The government had full access to his documents every moment he had them. He put them in a secure place that the government approved and that the government made recommendations for further security. Anytime they wanted the documents, they could get them. They did. They did go and get a whole cartload of documents in the middle of all this. Now contrast it with Biden. Gone for 6 to 13 years. You couldn't get them because you didn't know where they were. They happened to coincidentally meet up with countries where he got millions of dollars. Nothing like that with Trump. Right, right. And Trump doesn't have a history of selling out the United States. No. I mean, he, he, he has this a history guy, of America first. He has a history. <laughs> Biden has a history in which you look at what he did and you take you take your breath away. He gives up the Bagram Air Base 400 miles from China in the middle of a time in which China's Navy has surpassed ours. He does nothing. To challenge China's Navy surpassing us does nothing, much less fall behind China. So, I mean, uh, most Americans don't know this. The Chinese, who only need a one ocean Navy, have a bigger Navy than we have, and we need a two ocean. I navy. can't, I can't get over it. Are you Our, selling out? If you aren't you selling out the United States if you do that? How about this, Rudy? There's reports that because we're now starting to give so much javelin now tanks. To Ukraine, it has depleted our own military. We should always protect our nation first. (laughs) Did you see when Trump the other night in your hometown or home state listed everything we gave the Afghanis? Oh, it was shocking. Uh, Aside from the fact that we just gave it to terrorists, we don't have that anymore. Yeah. It was a lot of stuff. It was a lot of stuff. So what, what, we don't uh, have it. Rudy is referring to former President Donald Trump, uh, our president number 45 on, came, 
<laughs> came to New Hampshire and um, officially announced that Steve Stepanak will be in who charge. Who supported me for president. Yeah, who Very supported Rudy man. for president. Nice man is now going to head his uh, efforts in New Hampshire. And Chris Ager is our new GOP chair. He has quite a business background. He was program director at a large aerospace company in New Hampshire. He has military service, seven years of active duty, and he was um, regional support command based at Fort Devens, Massachusetts, which I know well because of my daddy. And his education, he was at the Military Academy at West Point. So he is our new GOP chair. But President, uh, former President Donald Trump started in New Hampshire, and then he went on to South Carolina. First two primaries. First two primaries. For the Republicans. Republicans. And he did a good job of jamming the Democrats with taking it away from New Hampshire. Now, New Hampshire people who are listening, I love you. To me, nobody can do anything better than the people of New Hampshire. I am a little bit biased. But there's something flawed with the Democrat Party now giving up that first in the nation primary. We have a law on the books that we will always be the first in the nation. We have been the first in the nation for a 100 years since 1920. And why the Democrats would give it up and want South Carolina. I know it's all political. Because Biden lost it last night. Yeah. <laughs> but, but to me, forget, take Nothing. off your Democrat hat, take off your Republican hat, do what's right for New Hampshire. This is our Dr. heritage. Marie. If they could take off their Democrat hat, America would not be in the worst position it has ever been. I know, but let's foreign policy, domestic policy, and corruption. (laughs) We probably have, without any question, the most corrupt government in at least the last hundred years. Oh, scary, Rudy. We are filled with Biden like crooks. Justice Department, the Attorney General's son, nobody wants to look at it, is making a fortune, getting kids confused about their gender. I don't know if he gets involved in mutilation, I but somebody he should was find CRT. out. CRT, he was pushing the CRT, that, or well, is it gender? Well, he, stuff? he does CRT and gender. They do it together. I mean, a, a, a gender change is part of Black Lives Matter. Look, look, look who runs Black Lives Matter: lesbian, a, a very aggressive lesbians, who think there are fifty or sixty different genders, who are trained Marxist communists. If they don't think there's any role for a man. Right? Or, fa- or father, or father or in father. the home. Yeah. Now, what kind of prescription is that for 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 a black who's living in uh, the poorer neighborhoods of America that you shouldn't have a father? That's terrible. I mean, isn't it just the opposite? Isn't it just the opposite? We're going to take a short break now. Remember, we have exciting undercover information from Rudy Giuliani incognito at the it was protest. Amazing to hear this. Actually. Coming up, we'll be right back. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria. And we are proudly sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, I promised you some inside look at the protests. So Rudy Giuliani and one of our staff members, Ted Goodman, went undercover last night to see what the protests, what kind of flavor would they have? Were they leaning towards violence? Were they asking for peace? So, Rudy, what was it like? Well, now, tell me about your little incognito. Because it's a place you, I'm very familiar with because I live there. Uh, it was Washington Square Park. I lived at Hayden Hall for two years when I went to NYU, and then 
on Jane Street for years. So I lived in that neighborhood for three years. Hasn't changed all that much. I mean, now you're it's the always most been a protest. Recognizable person, yeah, I think, in the they world. Didn't get me. I put on a big black coat. I covered it up. I thought I even had a hoodie on the coat, but I didn't. So I put on a hat that came down. Came I had down. glasses on. And I tried to, I tried to, mask. I tried to act like I was, uh, um, disabled and I had Ted hel- helping me walk. So they would, uh, so they'd be, so they'd be sympathetic with me. Or at least, you know, it would, it would set, if you, if you throw out a major thing that they look at, they, they, they like being, uh, infirm, they, it, gener- it generally will get them off you. Mm-hmm. So it worked. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't you get, didn't caught. get recognized we didn't get caught. at all. Uh, we had originally, I'll go back to the original part first because it shocked the hell out of me i have on radio now for two and a half years been warning you and i have without that for the last six years been warning people that this is not um uh disjointed things that are happening namely the burning of the of the flag the 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 taking down of the statues the going after people for slavery that where that was part of the thing of the times and they Really wanted to see it done away with like Jefferson and stuff like that. Uh, uh, all of that, doing away with the fathers in the home by Black Lives Matter, doing away with God. God, yeah, religion's uh, a big thing. Uh, for d- doing away with yeah. uh, uh, due process, creating immorality of ma- a massive scale and sexual confusion as much as possible. Destab- which more destabilizes the society more than anything else. If you can screw people up on sex, you're going to destabilize the society. Everything I thing I just told you is written about by Karl Marx. Mm. Everything I told you is written about Frederick Engels. It's written about by Stalin. It was used by Stalin. It was used by Mao. It's being used right now in China. So what happened last? This night is a that... communist movement. Yeah. Well, before I before I even got out of the car, Ted was there, and Ted uh, uh, shot back. You were there and shot back to us. Well, let's. Introduce Ted and have us and tell us about Shot back it. to him. I'm going to say what it is. Then you can introduce Ted. He shot back because I heard it. She, uh, she said, you know, don't, basically, don't be worried about social communism. First, that's communism. Don't be worried about communism and socialism. They're, they'd, they'd be good. They'd be good. Yeah. So yeah, don't tell me this, is a, this Black Lives Matter movement. And this, these were, these were a few Black Lives Matter people and then about 500 white people. Yes. Now, um, so I'm going to introduce Ted Goodman. How are you today, Ted? Good morning, Dr. Maria and Mayor. It is wonderful to work with you. You are a great young mind, and you want to put America first, and you're working towards that, and appreciate that. But you did go out to the protest, unafraid, just to see what was happening, what was being talked about, and you did have us on like a speaker. So we could hear, and I think it was a gentleman talking, and I almost... If I was in a chair, would have fell off my chair. Said exactly. Tell us what they were saying. Well, uh, so these speakers, this this gentleman, first of all, of course, was attacking capitalism, uh, attacked capitalism, and then uh, said, you know, socialism, communism. They demonize that word here, uh, and he and he kind of yeah, he was defending socialism and communism. And as the mayor has been saying for years now, uh, they don't they don't hide it anymore. Um, they're open communists. These are these are socialists, and uh, they they you know they they say these things at these protests, like we heard last night. Um, and the press, of course, will not report it. The press is, and they're and, right there, and they and won't Patrice report it. Patrice actually is quite proud of the fact that she's a communist. She'll tell you immediately, but the press plays it down, and then all these companies 
give Black Lives Matter a fortune, and then two things happen. First of all, the money down. gets stolen so that yeah. Patrice can live in a $30 million house. Yeah, nice. But second, it's being used to destroy the system that allows those private companies to be private companies. They're paying for their own demise. Now, don't get shocked. That is exactly the strategy that that Marx, Engels. You know, I understand that. I guess, I guess I was surprised because of what happened to Tyree Nichols was disgusting and brutality at its worst. Um, so I would have thought protests would be like, we got to look at better police training, things like that. Yeah, but coming to, together, unity, yeah, community. To hear a speaker saying, we've got to embrace socialism and communism. And it was very anti-cop. As well, right? Anti-law enforcement, okay. anti-capitalism. Defunding, defunding again. Absolutely. Yeah. Defunding uh, how terrible cops are. Doesn't matter if they're white or black. They're terrible. They they, 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 uh, they ignore, except for the fact that going harder on it, they ignore the fact that you know, it's hard to see this as racial since it's five black cops and a black uh, uh, victim. Uh, you can see it as bad policing. You can see it as sadism even. You can see it as... Criminality, you can see it. They're not. They're forcing this one into a racial thing, which gives you an idea what hucksters they are. Yeah. They don't they, want you to. You know, like Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton. Yeah. Al Sharpton's being, being a little more careful about this because Al's kind of moved on now to being something or other other than a con man. And, um, um, I'm what not is? sure. If, what is it that he is? If he I isn't a con know. man, I don't shakedown know. guy like uh, yeah. Jesse, shakedown whatever. Artist. Yeah, they don't want they don't want unity, right? They they well, like want Black Lives division. Matter. They shake down these yeah. companies, yeah. and the companies pay them money so that they won't say that the company's racist. Yep. And of course, what they want to do is destroy the company ultimately. Oh, they they want to keep us di- divided, and they yeah. want to promote hateful rhetoric, um, and they're anti-capitalist. But that's how they, that's how they make the their money, thing keeping us happened. divided yeah, and now, promote a victimhood mentality. That's what they do. Worst thing that ha- happened for the advancement of civil rights for blacks are liberal whites. Yeah. No, and, I, and good I, conservative I blacks more. will tell you that. But blacks aren't the problem for blacks. It's, it's, it's the liberal whites. That are, and how many? There were like eight to ten. Uh, maybe I'm a little low. Eight to ten blacks. There are maybe 20 and about four or 500 white was, The people. crowd was at least 80% white, yeah. Mayor. This, and this was not, uh, and, on violence, this was not a violent crowd. But they were bitter. A lot of these, they were yeah. bitter, mean people who are, they have, it's, it's, it's interesting. They're, they're very angry. And so these speakers are, they, they like, they're, they're, they're festering that, right? They are. Hate, they division, are, but, but, victimhood mentality. Uh, where are the victims? You know, these are our uh, oppressors and it's, it's interesting, right? It's not based on unity right. bringing people together. Right, in conformity thing, you're like, if anybody's different, I've noticed this since the pandemic started, if you're different or have a different thought about medicine or anything, you get demonized. Now, when people thought you and the mayor were outsiders last night because you were taking pictures, what happened? That, that's right. I, l- ladies and gentlemen, I, I you have to understand what happened last night. Mayor Rudy Giuliani... <laughs> Uh, you know, first I went the in most by myself. Recognizable guy. And Mayor like, Rudy Giuliani went in directly into the middle of a BLM rally with nothing. His only disguise was a a mask. About the only time you'll see the mayor wearing a mask. No, right? I wore a mask um, as if I was, you know, a, a old, one of those older, co- a, a frightened of COVID. One of those, you know, those people that you see you walking down the street in a mask yeah. and a ball cap. So all the yeah, mayor well, had I wore was a, a useless mask. It doesn't do any good. Except to placate the liberals because it doesn't prevent COVID and it actually doesn't even prevent the spreading of COVID. Well, I think according a, to Dr. Fauci, a lot of people at protests wear masks to not be recognized. It, well, that's it, that's, what I that's did. nothing to do with COVID at all. 
That's they don't right. want to be recognized. That, that's right. They're yeah. cowards, right? They're, yeah. not, they're afraid to actually let anyone see I did, what they're doing. But I, I, mean, I would have been more than happy to have them see. I would be willing to debate them. Except yeah, I, I was very. Except <laughs> I figured I wouldn't get what I. No, you would have been would, beaten to death, I, probably. Well, these, oh, we would have taken them. These are not the, these are not tough guys. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. The people were there. This was like uh, <laughs> 10 or 12, very substantial looking, you know, big, strong. And the women were very sure of themselves. Black Lives Matter people. And then it just had to be the nerd wussy association of NYU. The uh, they must have a fraternity called Nerd Wussy. Oh my! And they, God. Well, I will and say, they the show it up. Right in, in fact, in fact, when I, I thought the Black Lives Matter people gave up after a while and said, "I don't think we're going to get much out of this group." Well, we have to take a short break. They're not going to fight with anybody. And we will be right back. Stay with us. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani with Dr. Maria on uh, Uncovering the Truth, brought to you by Tunnel, Two Towers, T2T.org. Put in your 11 bucks. Do it now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You'll help people. That are our heroes. Absolutely, absolutely. Which brings us to one who isn't, Joe Biden. <laughs> well, so I want Joe to thank really Ted. Got... I want to thank Ted Goodman for joining <laughs> us. We're going to have him on at the very end because I want to. I want to say something about what we're going to do tomorrow. Okay. Yes. So I begged Rudy. Not really begged because he doesn't no, mind. No, no. But I did want to. I think it's important on this show. We kind of pride ourselves into talking about uh, things that don't get a lot of media attention. Certainly, some case like Tyree Nichols. We have to talk about, even though it's getting a lot of a uh, lot of attention, and we absolutely want to give our our condolences to the Nichols family. And also, I think we should say that if you want to know why we didn't have violence, uh, his mother has a great deal. She was such a class his mother act. has a great deal to do with it. Yeah, she um she she asked for everybody to be very peaceful. And she was just really, um, I don't even know, just this dignified presence when she said, I'm going to pray for you, police officers. You murdered my son, but I'm going to pray for you and your families. Roe I mean, Vaughn unbe- Wilk, her name is. Yes, yes. And she has a certain presence that was different than some of these, and it seems sincere. Sometimes when there's a call for no violence, I don't know, sometimes it seems sincere, sometimes it doesn't. This one seems sincere, and... Uh, let's thank God it's still working. It that doesn't mean it will work. continue to work, but it's still working. But one of the, the stories that isn't getting a lot of attention. So I can say there's differences between Rudy and I, and there's things that we believe in that are very similar. And one of the things we believe in is transparency in our government. And there's so much cover up. But we know at least 14 of Hunter Biden's business associates met with Joe Biden. Why is this important? Foreign business associates. Joe said a hundred times. Repeatedly said, I have no contact with any of Hunter's business people. Even during the very famous debate. Oh, okay. We play play it. I mean, on look, that? We blow it out of the water with his own. The guy is so stupid he contradicts himself and makes himself a liar. For, this is about as strong a false exculpatory statement that would supply the mental intent for committing a crime in any RICO case or bribery case. And it's real simple. He's calling his son. Just listen to him. Listen to the, listen to the halfwit. 
Cape Palace dad, it's 8.15 um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Nothing, nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least has been on online, it's going to be printed tomorrow in the Times. was good. I think you're clear. And uh, anyway, um, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. The article that Daddy said was good uh, demonstrates that his son is trying to do business with two of the most crooked red uh, Chinese in the world. Now, what father would say that was good but a crooked father? Oh, but wait a second. How could he be talking about them if he never talked to his son about foreign people? Now, I don't know, American people, if you don't realize the terrible mistake you made in electing him, there's no hope for this country. This man is a major 30-year criminal sitting in the White House, piece by piece, deconstructing our country. Well, and I don't, know how, I don't know how far he's going. I don't know how much of it is he gives away to China because of bribery, how much he gives away to China because of the left-wing communist influence on him, and how much he gives away from China because he's just by far the dumbest man I've ever met. But all three of them combine to really putting our country in great jeopardy. I'm not indicating that these particular business associates that I'm talk I'm going to talk about are crooked or not. It's just the fact that he said he never met with Hunter's business associates when records clearly show that when he was vice president, he met with um, Hunter's business associates from Mexico, Ukraine, China, Pakistan, and the U.S. As a matter of fact, in February of 2014, um, from Mexico, Miguel Ailman Velasco and Miguel Ailman Magnani visited the White House. And Joe Biden was caught on camera giving them a tour. And then Hunter, we know, texted his father's official photographer two months later wanting the pictures. We also know that on October 30th of 2015, Hunter arranged a meeting between his father and his business associate, billionaire Mexican Carlos Slim. So this, I could go on and on. There's there's more. But it's just the fact that we have a president who continually lies to the American public. And you know what? He's, I feel laugh, he's laughing and laughing and laughing. Some people believe him. That's because the problem, too. The family has made uh, maybe close to $100 million in bribes. And uh, they haven't, they've never even been questioned about it, much less have their house searched or... They get our house searches because they run the FBI like it's part of, uh, the, you know, the German state police uh, when there was a Third Reich, or the uh, or the or the uh, Soviet state police when uh, when it was communist. I mean, and and Chinese police today. I mean, his, he models himself after his paymaster, uh, China. Uh, let me see. Who, who shall we go to? Maria, pick somebody. Oh, oh there's so many callers here. I, I'm not sure who to go to. So I, my eyes are right on Sal. Ah, me too. Oh, I'm good. Pick Sal too. <laughs> okay, Sal, you're the man. Unanimous choice, babes. Uh, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good. Ma'am, how are you? Good. Very I'd good. Just thank like to, you. Uh, I'd just like to put two cents into this incident. I was a, a retired New York City detective. And thank you. I'm thank watching you. all these. Well, uh, it, it was a great job for me then. Um, uh, but, uh, to listen to all these political shows and news shows and the pandering that goes on and should we need sensitivity training for police? If you need sensitivity training <laughs> to understand that that's wrong, it's already too late. Right. You, Amen. That, that, that no more amount of training, hiring people who reflect the community that they're from, obviously 
That's not the answer because right. it didn't work here. What the answer would be, and, and I mean, at the height of my career, I'm guessing there was maybe 40,000 police officers. 41. I don't know the biggest, how many. The biggest we got to was 41,000, and that's what we had on September 11. Well, and, and to, I don't even know how many more that is throughout the country. And to say um, what you do with rogue cops is not going to be training. It's not verbal judo. It's not none of that. What it is is what we did, well, what you got, what was done with, under Commissioner Bratton and yourself. When a cop goes rogue, you put him in handcuffs. You walk them through the front of the station house for everyone to see, and and and, and that's the way you handle it. Because it hurts now. Well, this incident is going to hurt every other cop doing their job for a long time coming. And that, like that poor officer, I forget the incident where she was. She grabs a taser. She was chasing a fleeing felon with a warrant, and she's doing time. For for yeah. um, obviously that wasn't abusive. That was an excessive. It was a mistake. Something oh, I remember, right? I remember it, too. I remember it, And, and, your, and your points him. are 100 percent. The people who get hurt here are the, are the, are the numerous, you know, good cops. Uh, and when you look at the number of police, uh, civilian confrontations, you know, a million, and you look at the ones that go wrong, and, and everybody's going to get angry when I say this, they're statistically insignificant. Now, they're important in terms of you shouldn't, none of them should go wrong. On the other hand, it is not the big problem. The big problem is the massive amount of black people that are being killed by other black people. That's how they're getting wiped out. Why, yeah, like why don't we learn anything about Chicago every weekend? Why don't we talk about that? If you're talking about police murders, you know, you'd have, you'd have less than a hundred, uh, in a whole year. Talk about black on black murders, you're talking seven, eight thousand. Now, one one thing I learned about you, Mayor, is you had a really terrible situation when you were mayor in the police department. With Howard Saver. With Howard Howard Saver. Howard mentioned it. uh, uh, He said, you know, I dealt with a situation like this. And what he was talking about was the Louima case. You'll remember it. And uh, Mr. Louima was arrested. I don't remember for what. It was not. It wasn't. It wasn't the most serious crime. I don't remember it being a very serious crime. But in any event, he gets into an altercation with the cop. At one point, it's alleged he actually knocks the cop down. The cop is a big bodybuilder and probably steroid problem. And the cop takes him into a bathroom and puts a plunger up his backside. Now we're talking perversion, not just. uh, Now we're talking about sick, sick guy that never should have been a cop. His father was a big shot in the police department, which would have stopped further commissioners. And you didn't bury it. Bury it? The police commissioner called me at my son's baseball game. He said, Mayor, you got to, I got something we got to handle immediately. Tonight, before anybody goes home, I, I meet him at Gracie Mansion. He tells me what happens. Howard and I had worked together for 13 years, uh, catching fugitives, including ex-Nazis, because he was in the federal government and we were very close friends and had oh, worked together and had that. worked together on cases. So this was pro, we're going back to prosecutor and agent now, but he's the police commissioner. We got to the precinct that night. We transferred the entire precinct. We put them where they didn't want to be, and we told them, you want to get back, and you don't want to have your career ruined. You, you, we, 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 I remember exactly what we scripted out, that Julianne doesn't believe in a blue wall of silence. There's no blue wall of silence. That's right. bull. you got to do what's right. Cops are here to protect the public, not to protect themselves. They can protect themselves against anything unfair, but not, not if it hurts the public. Mm. They have no right to hurt the public. And second, unless you want this police department to be seen as a police department of perverts, we're going to pull this guy out and we're going to get him. Mm. 
And we got him by um, the next, I think we, I know they say this arrest was pretty fast and they got a lot of credit for it. But I think Howard and I were probably sitting there thinking, gee, we did it in a day. (laughs) Now, the other thing I want to tell this gentleman is we've got, Ted and I have a tape that we saw on Friday night. And I began by thinking the uh, NYPD was being too slow, but but the NYPD did a master a masterclass on how to arrest someone in a big big hostile crowd without making it worse by minimizing everything and getting the person off the street immediately. If you think of the Floyd situation and you think of this one, this guy was on the street way too long. Yeah, you, you are taught endlessly get it off the street, get it off the street immediately. Get the guy, restrain him, handcuff him. Get him to the take station. training and handcuffing so you can do it like a magician and get him into the police precinct. Yeah. So that, so that it can, things can be sorted out without people trying to kill you, hurt you, escalate, use it for their own purposes. In the Floyd case, they had him out there about 30, 40 minutes. This one, it was 14 minutes to handcuff a 140 pound guy. And will that come out on your live streaming? No, we're going to do, or it, or gonna do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow on the radio between okay. 3 and 4. And then we'll do it at 9 to 10. We'll be able to show the pictures of it. 8 to eight to 9? 8 to 9 <laughs> on all the social media. We'll show you pictures Facebook, of it. Facebook, Rumble. Yeah. And I think uh, that you, you might remember I found during, during the riots of 2020, I found a couple of situations where the NYPD, despite de Blasio, who had most of them doing it wrong, I know you showed so the old the training. They just yeah. went right into the old training. And they ended the riot before it even started. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these people know policing's hard. You know what? You mentioned that criminal police officer when you were mayor being on steroids. I actually made that comment about these five police officers. They, might have been. I don't they know. were so hyped up. I'm like, man, I wonder if that's steroid rage. But anyways, um, I digress. Another there. One. All right. How about Aldo? How are you, Aldo? All right. Good morning, Maria. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. How you Mr. doing? Mr. Mayor, you had, more, you had more investigators on the Louima case than they had on President Kennedy's assassination. <laughs> now, with, with, with mayors, with left, left-wing mayors do not arrest rioters and left-wing governors do not call out the National Guard because left-wing mayors and governors side with the rioters. And until we put the military on the border, build the wall, deport, visa violations, countries with visa violations lose privileges and race quotas. When that happens, you're going to see the left really go crazy, and that's what we want them to go crazy about. We know all the different policies are out there that they use race quotas. They discriminate against white males. And all I hear you Republicans talk about, oh, the black unemployment is up, with, uh, is down with the Republicans, and this and that, we're worried about this. No, we're worried about this country. If you want the, the votes of the people who support you, then you better go out there and share the concerns of those people and get those people what they want, and then you'll win millions of votes. These illegals are all voting. That's why they want to bring them in the country. They're transforming my country right now. They throw me off the talk radio because I bring this up all the time. No, this is not a patty cake game we're playing anymore. The hard left is serious. Serious business. I don't understand what I know, Trump is I know you're very people. angry. I'm not going to throw you off, I promise. But tell me what, what your point is, actually. I hear, and some of it I agree with, some of it I don't. Some goes too far. 
But uh, what t- could you summer? Don't action. don't be as angry. I, I think he just wants explain action. to me what 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 do you think should be done given the constitution that we have in this country? What would you do? Okay, but first of all, they don't even use the, the constitution because they use race quotas. No, I, I, what I'm would you angry. do? What would you? Or what would you tell me to do if I if I were if I were in, if I were the president? The president, there's a uh, there's a, uh, a, a, a an act right now. The president could pull affirmative action on the federal level. There's an executive order for that immediately. Day one, goodbye. Immediate military down on the I border. Would do that. Military I, I, on the border. I do relate to Aldo about the I border. Think, we have to take definitive hard action. Affirmative action is unconstitutional at this point. Yeah. It's not needed, and it prefers one person over another. We do have to break mayor. I'm nice. sorry. Look at, look at Asians. Holy but we'll continue gosh, this conversation. Asians, incomprehensible. When we come back after this okay. break. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani, back uh, with you with Dr. Maria and also sponsored by Tunnel to Towers. Get your $11 a month into T2T.org. Let's go. Well, we were talking to Aldo, and I think that Aldo wants action, something. And you know what, Rudy, I have to say real quickly, a lot of people judge the Republican Party because there was uh, discontent during the vote for speaker. I actually love the process. Would I, I don't like the behavior of calling names or anything like that, but... Can you? Can anyone tell me 100% of those Democrats believe a radical lefty like Hakeem should be representing them as speaker? But they all did it. I like the process, and because of that, we're going to have more transparency and more accountability because those people who held out a little bit got good things for the American public. So let's let's go with Andrew. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. Just want to say quickly on affirmative action, I think um, it could backfire like it doesn't really help the groups that you're trying to help because that causes, exasperates the problem where there used to be discriminatory laws against Jewish students in New York City because they were getting disproportionate amount of the spots. So I would think, well, me being non-Jewish, wouldn't that help me? No, it would actually hurt because I would be more black. You know, I would be more lackadaisical and not try as hard. I hear you thinking that it's rigged and and i think the people they discriminate against like asians i think it makes them just try even harder <laughs> but i want to ask about ibumectin and also the january 6th terry bradshaw on um, monday night football when ibumectin he was making fun of it and saying people you're taking horse medicine so i would say he was wrong and he shouldn't be given medical advice and ban the nfl for that not the and not just the kneeling and January 6th was um, shouldn't Rudy, you think Trump should now sue them, the committee that it's over. They said he assaulted the two secret service men. Yeah, I they wouldn't allow. Should, I think, I, you know, service. suing is always a hard thing for a public official because uh, you end up going through discovery and all kinds of other things. But if what you're telling me is, did they seriously lie about him and defame him a hundred times over? Yeah. And you too, uh, Rudy. <laughs> And I, you know, I think I'm, I'm thinking about it. I mean, they've, they defamed me also. And, uh, they quite, wouldn't even quite play your testimony they didn't of over play, nine uh, hours. They, they played things that were total lies and never even played my, uh, uh, 
my refutations of them, which were pretty damn convincing. Uh, and a judge ultimately ended up agreeing with me. Not, uh, I mean, Thompson sued me. Benny Thompson. And I, his case was thrown out of court. It was thrown out of court but, and by an Obama judge. And they don't, they don't point. I mean, they're a bunch of lying. And I can't say the word I would usually use after that. Yeah. I mean, these are people you, if you met them, you wouldn't shake hands with them. They have no soul. That you have, that you have, you should have no respect because they're hurting your country. These are people that, uh, they're such ridiculously crooked Democrats, either financially or, or, or morally, that they can't, they, 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 the truth means nothing. You look at a guy like Schiff. Schiff hasn't told the truth since the day he was born, I don't think. Yeah, he's under I mean, some kind of ethics uh, investigation now. I'm not sure what general, it's about. He should just be thrown out based on general ethics. And he's, he's going to run for Senate He's a lifetime liar like the president and just get rid of him. I mean, he should not be allowed back into the House or Senate until he produces the two witnesses that he had as to Trump's Russian collusion. Yeah. He's got to produce those two, and then, then we'll let him back. Before that, uh, before he does that, he should be kept. Well, they should put them where they put the January 6th people and let the January 6th people out. You know, I knew the American people were in trouble with the January 6th committee when they hired basically a Hollywood producer to put it together. The guy was an ABC exec. And once they start doing that. Um, you sure, you sure he wasn't doing movies during the Stalin Hitler period? Yeah. Because the, the committee operated more like. Do you know Vic? there's still people who believe five police officers were killed that day when the only seven, people seven. who died that day were four, and I'm going to repeat it, four peaceful Trump supporters died that if day. Take, if, you, if you say that again, I will take your papers away. You will have no papers. You will not be allowed to travel through the Reich. I mean, the United States. <laughs> I want to get back to the Constitution. That should be our Bible, the Constitution. How about Judith? She always makes good points. Hey, good morning, guys. Thank you so hi, much. Judith. First of all, hi, good morning. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Well, you know what? I'm holding on. And Aldo, a.k.a. Steve of Manhattan, he's really good and a real patriot. He was saying one of the things he was saying is, I'm saying, right, these illegals that are coming over here in New York, they're allowed to vote. How can they be? They're allowed to vote. That they are allowed to vote in 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 uh, not not presidential elections yet, local. but local ones that are allowed to vote. So he's trying to say that the balance is completely off. It's he's right. not yeah. right, among other things. And of course, he's saying the border has to be closed. He's saying a lot of good things. Uh, Steve from Manhattan. <laughs> yes, he, he is. Yeah, I I understood but, yeah. why he was hyped up, and I didn't take it as anger. I took it that he's very passionate because. A lot of us are sick of seeing what's going on in the United no States. Question. Yeah, and we feel a little bit helpless. At least I do sometimes. Very frustrating. But I also want to say, did you hear Dominic Carter on the break? He was saying something about an anti-Semitic um, attack, and the family was saying that Alvin Bragg is not a crime fighter. So I have to respond, yeah, he's not a c- crime fighter. He's a crime inviter. And where, Rudy, and where, Rudy, Rudy, where is the Bar Association uh, suspending his license? Thank you very much. The Bar Association. Judith, you got a good point. Judith, the Bar Association has tolerated his 
announcing the day he was sworn in. He's not going to follow his oath of office. But yet they go after Rudy Giuliani. But they go after me for exercising my First Amendment rights. Who's got this incredible record of it didn't matter if you're a Republican, Democrat, you broke the law, Rudy Giuliani would go after you because when he was a I prosecutor. Because I said the election was stolen. I, I'm not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say I'm that. I'm not allowed to even think it. I'm not allowed to think If you think it, you're uh, or if you think that parents should have something to say about whether their children should have their sex changed, you're mm-hmm. a terrorist. Because you're going to interfere with the Attorney General's son's well, business. Well, maybe some of your audiences should write the New York Bar. And well, uh, I mean, they are disgraceful. They won't help. They, they, they live in their own elite cocktail party world. And are basically, you know... I wish every judge was like liberals. I wish every judge was like Alito or Tom Thomas. Like really, even that quite that. As long as they're fair. Yeah. Well, I think they're very fair men. Very fair. I was, ha- fair I was, fair I was happy to have the judge who's an Obama appointee who said there's not enough. Ev- they, they didn't bring any evidence against you of being involved in the. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, the, again, you prove my point. They it doesn't matter bull, who no elected them. They should be. Towards yeah, the law. See, right. I went. I lived through that era in which Democrat judges could be as fair as Republican judges. Yeah, now, we shouldn't even know their political leaning. Like, it's very, very shouldn't. rare that you can get a decent decision out of. I mean, you'll get a DC court. The DC court is outrageous. What they're doing? Oh my God! Look at the su- look at the Sussman trial too. But look what they're doing to the January six people. That's like the uh, Japanese. We attorney. should be protesting about that. Well, I hear music in the background. That means uncovering the truth is coming to an end for this week. But we're here every Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern time. You can get us on wabcradio.com. And of course, we have the Rudy Giuliani show Monday through Friday, 3, 3 p.m. And, Eastern and we're gonna, time. We're going to start it on how it's done right this week. And Rudy's podcast, Rudy's Common Sense at Rudy Giuliani CS. Have a great week. God bless America.